Hello and welcome back to The Haunting Podcast. I'm your host, Tegan. And I'm Jordan. So today we're going back to the States. We're doing New Orleans. Yay, back to the States, yay. So we're going to start off with one of the most haunted places of all, New Orleans, Louisiana. Ooh, there's a lot of shit go- that goes down there. There really, really is. It's it's really hard to actually keep track of everything that goes on down there. I hear wild stories all the time. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you about the St. Louis Cemetery Number 1 in New Orleans. It was built in the neoclassical architectural style. Uh, it's notable for its above-ground burials, its historic tombs, uh, the cemeteries got a lot of tourists, actually, which I find kind of odd. I mean, it, I would still go. I mean, <laughs> be one of the tourists. I've, I've done a few cemetery walks. I've done, yeah, a couple. I've done a couple in Paris, and you know, it, I, I do them, and yet I still find it odd that people just go to visit people's graves. You know, if I'm in my grave, at least people visited. <laughs> I'd I be like, oh, thanks, come again. I mean, mind you, I, I'm including myself in these people i find myself odd for wanting to just visit people's graves but i enjoy it so the cemetery has over 700 different tombs and houses over a hundred thousand bodies again not that it just sounds so weird reading about it as opposed to like visiting it it's just, it's so different. It's so different when you're actually there and experiencing it. And oh, of course, because like, at least it's a guided tour and a person's just like, here's like Francis so-and-so. And oh, he see, was mine like wasn't guided. I just wandered a cemetery. Okay, so I didn't do that. Yeah. Okay, so that's I, just, that's a little odder. I'm not going to lie. I, well, the cemetery was just open for people and there was just. There was just people wandering the cemetery. And knowing you had an emo phase, would you take pictures in front of the tombstone going like, life is pain, and like just put that straight on MySpace? No, I was 19 at the time, so I was (laughs) out of my emo phase. Thank you very much. Uh, But I did take a lot of picture of the tombstones. Oh, that's kind of cool. Were they old and the... Well, it's France, so... Yes. Probably. Yes. That's cool. I mean, did you go into the catacombs? I did not get an opportunity to go into the catacombs. It would have been nice. It would have. It would have. Anyways, one of the most famous tombs in that cemetery is that of Maria Lavu. She was the infamous voodoo queen. She was born in 1801. She grew up to be a beautiful and very popular woman. She was a great hairdresser. But she was also well known for her voodoo practices, which were serviced by the rich and the famous of the era. She was known for her kind for being a kind and helpful woman, and she used her voodoo to help others and was loved by many in her community. So she was kind of just like a gold star in the community. Mm, good for her. Good for her. Maria passed away at the ripe age of 80, very old for that time. She had a very lavish funeral. She, it was attended by many. But however, shortly after her death, many began to claim to see her around town and at the cemetery until this day. It is said that if you see the tomb, you can still spot the three X's. These are said to be left by those who are in need of Lavu's help. Legend says that if you place an X on her tomb, 
turn around three times, knock on the tomb, and yell out your wish that she will grant it. If your wish is granted, you are to come back, circle the X, and place an offering at the foot of her tomb to give thanks. Oh, I might have to try that. I know, me too. I have a couple of things to ask for. Yeah, me too. Even though she was known to be a kind woman in life, in death, some say she changed. Guests at the cemetery who have voiced their disbelief of her practices and religion have been reportedly pushed, scratched, and thrown to the ground by the voodoo queen's tomb. Others have cited her walking around the cemetery before vanishing into the air. Another ghost that's spotted in the cemetery is that of Alphonse, who is known to have spooked those who have dared to visit the cemetery. Not much is known about his life before his passing, since much of his life was unrecorded. But the fame he didn't have in life was gained after his death. Guests of the cemetery have reportedly have had a man take their hand and ask them to bring him home. No. <laughs> it's like that from BBC's Dracula. Oh, no. Beautiful lady. No, not beautiful lady. No, that gave me nightmares. I can never. <laughs> if I woke up to this, for those who have not seen it, just watch it. I have never in my life, if I ever woke up to that at the end of my bed, I'm done. Bye. I mean, I would, I would be done too. I uh, that is be honest. If you want to talk about scaring me to death, that is how you do it. Especially if you're sitting there going, Bufo lady, boot no. I like how I didn't give you a single warning. No, you didn't. You were so rude about that. You're just like, I hope I don't see that again. I'm just like, don't worry, don't worry. And then I did, and it's all your fault. <laughs> that was great. You did that to me. Well, just don't take this guy in the cemetery home. It's that easy. <laughs> I'm not acknowledging anybody at a cemetery. If someone so much as starts to approach me at a cemetery, I'm gone. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm gone too. Yeah, goodbye. Especially at night. No, thank you. His ghost has also been seen walking around and picking up flowers from other tombs and placing them onto his own. That is very sad. Some have speculated that he does this because he was not properly mourned in death. And so he's doing it now. They say it's for foul play. They think maybe he's been murdered. I mean, it's kind of a sad side of a lie. That is. I uh, I would be very sad if I saw that. I think I'd start bringing flowers to his grave just to mourn for him. Yeah, like the dude in Baltimore with, uh, with Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, yeah, like that dude. Um, but yeah, they say that the circumstances surrounding his death are unknown, but it is said that he was potentially murdered by a member of the Pened family because when the visitors step close to their family's tomb, Alphonse appears and tells them to stay away. This incident has happened to several guests of the cemetery and has made Alphonse known to just the world that's that's how he's known he's known for just like taking people's hands and being creepy 
being really sad and warning you against this random guy. You've yeah, warning seen you before. against this random guy and then being really sad and like just picking up flowers off of other people's graves and putting it on his own. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, that's so sad that he asked me to come. Then he would like ask to come home. And I'd be like, I don't know. So yeah, Jordan, that is that is all I have for that one. Oh, good, 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 good. I definitely want to see that place. It's less creepy than some of the other places we have because, you know, it's outside. So I'd be okay with that. Again, it sounds very weird on paper, but I do love me a good cemetery walk. Mm, Me too. Me too. All right. Well, what I have is the Hotel Bentley in Alexandria. Located in downtown Alexandria, the hotel was built in 1908 and named after its founder, Joseph Bentley. Legend has it that Bentley built the hotel because he was denied a room at another that was nearby. Rude. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. I'm going to build my own hotel. Have uh, <laughs> Is that what you do? <laughs> I well, guess first so. of all, have this you ever been denied by a hotel? I mean, no. <laughs> you know, I can see like certain <laughs> members of your family being denied by a hotel after certain behaviors. Well, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> That is is very true. Well, Joseph would end up living in the hotel until his death in 1938. However, many believe Mr. Bentley never actually checked out. Guests have reported seeing his ghost wander the halls of the hotel, but interestingly, mostly on the third floor. Other spots include the restaurant and the mirror bar. I guess he's just, you know, checking out to make sure his place is making money, you know? I mean, he's like, you're serving the drinks, right? Ghostly spirit. If if I uh, owned and lived in the same place, that's probably what I would do. Just annoy my employees just for the rest no, of eternity. Just annoy your employees. Hey just, guys, I'd probably just bartend. You just see like the bottles like just flying with like nothing connected to them, and you'd be like, "Oh, I made this drink extra strong." I can see myself just kind of coming in. Hey guys, <laughs> you guys working? Working hard or hardly working. Don't take a break now. Hope you get good tips. Uh, oh. At least it's confined to like the third floor. I mean, like, just don't go there, I guess. Man, I'd be an annoying ghost. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> just do that the whole time. Uh. Well, you'll be happy to know that there is actually more than one common sighting. And that is the... A young woman who fell to her death in the elevator shaft. That's happy? Happy to know that there's more than one ghost, I mean. I mean, but that's just, that's not happy. There's nothing happy about that. Look, she just appears on the steps and just warns people of the elevator. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's very helpful Wait, sometimes. was this a mother by chance? It might have been. I, you know, 100%, I feel like this is very much a mother thing to do. She might have been, but I know 100% it's probably like a white dress. It's always a woman in a white dress. It is always. She has to have dark hair, too. Dark hair, white dress. It's just, you know, your prototypical. It's like they just write themselves, you know? You know, one <laughs> time uh, my mother saw a woman in a white hospital gown walking around the, what was it? It was the uh, car parking garage, uh, you know, at one of the places she worked mm-hmm. and she went to go like call the woman in. It, it was a, it was a white girl. It was a white, <laughs> a white girl. It was a girl in a white dress situation, but it was a white hospital gown. Okay. I mean, the hospital makes sense. I guess. Yeah. Right. She went up to it and asked it or asked her if, if she needed any help. Well, of course 
by if she needs any help, my mother was already contacting people to help her because you don't just leave a hospital patient out in the parking garage. Well, of course. Anyways. Especially uh, a ghost. Yeah. yeah, right? Oh, yeah. It was gone. It disappeared. Well, back to the Hotel Bentley. Yes. One experience I found really interesting is that a few visitors of the hotel claim to have heard the voices of General Patton and General Bradley discussing war strategies. We're going to get Hitler, guys. They're still discussing it. They're still discussing it to this day. No, go relax. You can't. You can't just forget about those Nazis, man. Well, Jordan, while they are talking about uh, Hitler, we're going to go back to school. No, I know. I hate it too, but we're doing it. God, if you insist. <laughs> so this is the LRB Road School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Nicknamed as, oh, goodness. Nicknamed as the Satan School. Uh-oh. Right? And formerly known as the George Washington Carver High School. How do you go from the George Washington Carver High School to Satan School? Well, the Satan School was a nickname, but I think the George Washington Carver was the official name. But it's kind of like foreboding, I guess. I guess Peanuts, it's the Satan, same thing, I guess. <laughs> It's just the fact that you go from like, oh, here's the George Washington Carver School to the Satan School. Satan lives in there. I need to know. I have questions. <laughs> uh, and hopefully I get answers. Okay. Built in 1957, located in Cando Parish, Louisiana, the school struggled with attendance throughout the operation, even after desegregation. As a result, the school was forced to close in 1973. That's actually, that's really short-lived for a school. That is very short-lived that for is a school. so short-lived for a school. I mean, the, the high school that I went to is like the high school my mother went to. And I still feel like that's fairly new. No, I get it. However, it briefly opened its doors once again in 1981 to become a Baptist Christian college, but that only lasted four years. Satan school. I know. <laughs> Satan school, Christian Catholic school. Satan school. It, and you know, it's the fact that it only lasted like you have one graduating class. I mean, like, it, I guess if you are, you know, Satan school. Could you imagine, though? Could you imagine being like... I can't imagine being at Satan school now. Could you imagine, though, being like the only graduating class? Like saying... You could say that you were the only class to graduate from this college. At least that makes like reunions easy to organize. Unless everyone's like... certain people to contact. I mean, unless everyone's like, I'm not reliving the trauma of Satan school. Satan school. (laughs) It didn't take long for rumors to spread about the hauntings in the building. According to locals, one possible rumor was that a janitor was molesting children and students eventually went missing. The school board knew what was going on but chose to stay quiet in order to keep it in the down low. The janitor eventually took some children into the gym and set it on fire. The smoke marks are still visible on the building. What the fuck? Satan school. That literally, what the? Yeah, that's, that's messed up. I mean, the school was literally engulfed in flames. I guess it really was the Satan school. 
While the school was still in session, students often complained about feeling scared, stressed, and depressed. Who isn't when they're in school? I had a good time. I was stressed. I was I was I was all of this. I was scared. I was stressed. I was depressed. I was I was not stressed because I just didn't do the homework. <laughs> that would be that would have like made me so much more stressed. Not with this anxiety, no sir. I eventually trained the teachers to not even ask. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. sad. That's real sad. <laughs> they told <laughs> your your teachers just gave out there like no. Nah. And you know what? I don't blame them. They I turned are, out fine. Those those teachers are so overworked. I don't even blame no, them. No jokes on them. I'm doing a spooky podcast. I know. Here you are today. <laughs> mm, made it. They told their parents that they would hear scary noises and weird laughters when they were alone in the hallways and bathrooms. Stories persist of ghostly children still attending courses and thrill seekers have reported hearing school bells, children screaming in pain or crying for their mothers and crazed manic laughter, all while exploring the crumbling old structure and some people have reported feeling an overbearing presence watching them at all times or being touched by invisible hands. It's Satan. Yeah, because it's Satan's school. <laughs> it's Satan. It is It is Satan's school. Yeah, he's just there learning. It just it makes complete sense, doesn't it? I, I don't know. But this, the smoke thing really like kind of gets me. The smoke marks, like, that's messed up, man. Okay, and I looked this place up on a map, and it's in the middle of freaking nowhere. Did you see pictures of the smoke? Point? No, I did not. There was only like old pictures of, I guess, when it was still inhabited. But like, it's in the middle of nowhere, and like, I wouldn't want to be there. I mean, I'm just saying, if there was an, a problem with keeping attendance in a school, it's got to be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, people were looking at the school, going like, man. I mean, when you have such low attendance, they're like, no, we need to close this school. I very much doubt it even got its government funding. Uh, I mean, it's a school, so it might have. If not, clearly not enough to stay open. Uh, apparently, I think it was the attendance mostly. That's fair. Would they have like five kids? I need to know. <laughs> There's like five kids go there the whole time. Oh, man, that would be terrible. That uh, Yeah, that actually. At least you grow pretty close with your classmates, I guess. Oh, right. Right. I mean, you would. I bet that entire school was honestly close knit if it had an attendance problem. It had to be. Had to have been. But it's Satan school after all, so you got to be careful. You got to wonder how it got that nickname if it was because of like the janitor and all the crap that he was doing. I'm guessing the janitor. It yeah, had to be, right? It, he was I, possessed by the devil. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that That's just gross. That's just gross, man. But yeah, I, I don't blame... If it's after that, I, I do not blame them for naming it Satan School. Wouldn't want to go there. It literally went into up into flames. I yeah, if our kid went school. there and they were calling it Satan School, I would have questions. I'd be like, <laughs> no, we need answers. You know what they called my school? Uh, Heroin High. I'm, I, you know what? We're going to start homeschooling. <laughs> that is what we're going to do. <laughs> it was also in the middle of nowhere, by the way. Anyway, my next story and the last story is Myrtle's Plantation in St. Francisville, Louisiana. Plantations are always an absolutely horrid I wonder place. why. I wonder why. I visited one as a baby, like as a little kid. Like, and I don't, I don't even know how old I was, but I just have... 
very, very vague memories of it. I visit a few. I mean, I grew up in a slave state. So. My grandpa made me pick cotton once. He used to pick cotton when he was younger, and he made me it do it. It would be it. very questionable if I was there with you. It would have been, <laughs> yes. Very questionable. It would have been extremely cool. I, I think like, my grandpa no. was just trying to teach us that like life ain't always easy because, you know, generational things, and he's right. And so he would... You know, we'd always be like, Grandpa, you just picked cotton. What was the big deal? Oh. I look, oh, we the were naivete young. naivete of kids. We were so young, and it comes, it, it looks so much worse coming from our raw toast, pale as fuck, glow in the sun. We are glow so sticks at glow on in the dark. Podcast. Yes. <laughs> My glow in the dark skin. And at the time, especially like my white platinum blonde hair and my light eyes, my fucking ass going, what's the big deal? It's just picking cotton. Bless your heart. I, I, you know Louisiana. what? I'm going to let you get away with that insult this one time. As I say in Louisiana. Because that really was a bless your heart situation. It was. Anyway. Anyways. The Myrtle's Plantation began in 1796 when General David Bradford, also known as Whiskey Dave, of the Whiskey Rebellion, fled the United States to avoid arrest and imprisonment. At the time, Louisiana was under French control. Bradford arrived at Bayou Sarah, then a Spanish colony, and obtained a land grant of 650 acres from the Baron de Cordelais to begin a new life. In 1820, the Myrtles was sold to his son-in-law, Judge Clark Woodruff, who remodeled the mansion. One famous apparition on that plantation is that of Chloe. Chloe is a slave girl that was hung and eventually captured by photograph in the breezeway between the general store and the butler's pantry of the mansion. The horizontal exterior boards of the mansion were clearly visible through the body of the ghost. I mean, I'm not... I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Goodbye. I don't, I don't care if it's a little girl. I'm just like. I'm not staying with a ghost. I'm just saying, honey, when we get our new apartment, what if we're like hanging out and all of a sudden a ghost just appears? Breaking the lease. Yeah. Sorry. We're just doing that. Sublet, huh? maybe. I, I, <laughs> Either way, I'm gone. What if, what if I'm just like, no, I'm going to I'll be stay. showing up on my parents' door going like, can I stay? Can I stay with you? We got cats, by the way. We got cats, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. A man named Norman Benoit, a patent researchist, visited the Myrtles Plantation in May of 1955 and requested permission to research the postcard. After enlarging the postcard and doing a shadow density procedure, Mr. Benoit discovered that all of the physical measurements of the apparition were of that of human dimensions and proportions. The circumstances of the head, the length of the shoulder to the elbow, and the length of the elbow to the wrist were all indicative of a human because the plantation went ahead and made that picture a postcard. People visited after seeing that postcard. They saw that as a tourist attraction. No. They got it authenticated. That's... It's morbid in a way. Yeah. The... I mean, it's essentially being like, hey... Slaves in life, slaves in death. Yeah, I know, right? It's so rude. This came about after some suggestions from the National Geographic filming crew who were filming at the plantation at the time. The photo, 
was then, after their suggestion, aptly named the Chloe postcard. Well, at least they named it the Chloe postcard, I guess. They named it after her, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Some recognition after death. I guess. I guess. I don't know. There's this, this one just... there's some, Something seems so wrong about that. It it does. It really... It I just, does. Here's just... Here's the postcard of one of our old plantation slaves. Yeah. Yeah, let's use that to mark it off of. You know, I'm I'm not very nostalgic for Southern Antebellum. Yeah, I don't really blame you. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm really not either. I'm not either. We do have that rule that you will never travel to Mississippi with me. For good reason. <laughs> All right, guys. With that, we're gonna wrap it up for the night. Well, we hope you guys have a good, safe night, and goodbye. Have a spooky night, guys. This has been The Haunting Podcast. Do you have an idea for an episode or just want to leave a comment and say hi? Visit our website at thehauntingpodcast.com for this, show notes, and other extras. Thank you for listening, and have a good night.